So the problem with Space Jam 2, nobody's just hardcore fucking all the time, which doesn't make sense for the whole Warner Brothers established meta internet verse that they have now. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I think my problem was that they had the opportunity to use Billy Jack, but they didn't. And Billy, and there's there's an obvious reason for this. Billy Jack would have solved it all with a barefoot kick to the face. I had to Google what Billy Jack is. Or who Billy Jack is. That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> Jim. He's against hippies. Or no, he's for hippies and against the Vietnam War. And racism. <laughs> Welcome to <Yeah>. RVG Pals <laughs> Club, Jim. Hope you survive the experience. I reject the Moe transformation of Lola Bunny. <laughs> Roll the music. Billy Jack filmed in New Mexico. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke, your game master. Hi. And, uh, uh... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Hello, Luke. Hello, Sahoni. Who are you? Hi, I'm Sahoni. Uh, I uh, use he, him pronouns, and I play Dodger Kelly, a wolf boy of sorts, who is also a cleric of sorts, who also uses he, him. And, uh, I... I, 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 last time I was given a gun and told to go m- uh, mug Dracula. Yeah. And I, I, I'm wondering which sort of Dracula we're getting. Are we getting like a, like a sexy Dracula? Are we getting a brooding Dracula? Are we going to get like a Dracula made out of spiders or like a puppet? You know, we, we will see. I hope it's the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen? Oh, hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm Jen. I'm the guest. I'll be playing Bill Oleander Leitner Aberbach, who's very normal. <laughs> I'm not much of a beer person, but that's a pilsner I can get behind. From from the great <laughs> Aberbach Brewing fortune. Yes. <laughs> Cast out for being pink. <laughs> they are a uh, hex blood rogue who's very haunted. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. And I, I I have found every everything I can throw at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard. All right. So we cut to the mists of Ravenloft where we see Dodger walking through and you're making progress when all of a sudden you find a box at your feet with a note that reads to Dodger Kelly on a tag attached to it. And it seems to be made of this beautiful wood with intricate carvings of scrolls just being unfurled on the sides of it. Uh, I think he's going to, like, touch it with his foot first Mm -hmm. and then open it. Uh, Are you going to read the note first? Yes. 
Yes, of course. All right. Sending that to you in the Discord. Okay. Uh, Do you want me to read this out loud? Yeah. Okay. To Dodger Kelly of the Kelly clan. Uh, And then we have uh, some Chinese symbols that neither I or Dodger are proficient in. (laughs) Sent on behalf of the exalted judge of the dead within the celestial bureaucracy, the chief judge of the 10 law courts of the afterworld, king of the 18 halls, the almighty eminence, uh, Yin Wang Ye, for debts owed to the Kelly clan tied to contracts established. Dodger is going to look really confused at this Mm -hmm. because this is the first time he's really encountered any mention of the Kelly clan of his family at all. Uh, I'm I'm curious because this is the uh, this is this is tied to the real Chinese celestial bureaucracy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, that's a that's an established. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, that's a real thing. Uh, he is going to open it mm-hmm. and stuff that card uh, in his pocket because he doesn't. He d- I, I. This is the first lead he's had uh, f- since he was born. So <laughs> big drama, big drama. Yeah. Okay. W- what's in the box? So inside is this long blade made out of ebony. It is a Dao-style longsword. So kind of like a, is it slightly curved blade, very thick? Mm-hmm. Okay, it got, got the big ribbon at the end. Yeah, uh, it's got this orange looping ribbon wrapped around it, and it, it's a very good chopping blade. Okay. Wow. Uh, Dodger is going to uh, pick that sword up. Uh, He's never wielded a sword before. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a new experience for him, but I I think he's he's very happy to uh, have something, uh, especially considering he's been armed with a used shovel this whole time. Yeah, now he gets a gun and a sword. Yes. Uh, I would also comment that the box itself is a beautiful piece of art that's probably worth some money by itself, but if you can find the right collector. Um, well, I, I'll, he'll definitely take the box. It's it's probably, especially if it's got like some straps or something he can carry it with. It does not. It's a box that mysteriously landed in front of you, and that is when you kind of get confused about how you got here again. And as you try and remember, can you roll me a uh, wisdom save? Sure, I can ro- uh, roll a wisdom save. That's something I'm uh, supposedly good at. Uh, I should also, now that I'm... Uh, no, uh, noted here, take off my shape-shifting since I don't think, uh, I have... Well, I, uh, have some bad news. Mm-hmm. I rolled my first nat one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't really remember why you're here. At, no, no, actually, you remember, uh, you made a deal with the Xanathar, the big old beholder, and you need to get Strahd's hand, or the hand of Strahd, and, uh, that's, that's why you got here. Uh, you don't quite remember giving up the Stone of Galore, but you no longer have that on you, and you kind of just pause for a moment and are thinking, and that is when we cut over to our second character. So, uh, do you want to give a description of your character since vibes and aesthetics? They are a very tall skeleton. <laughs> 
like lanky, um, long, limp gray hair, mm-hmm. uh, kind of fa- phosphorescent pink skin. Mm-hmm. Um, just like their clothes were nice once a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. And since then, they have been through a lot of smells. Fair. <laughs> and you're currently here on your own way to sort of look into this whole Strahd situation as a monster hunter. And you were able to navigate your way into Barovia. And uh, roll me a perception check. Nine. So you see a figure in front of you that looks to be maybe a really weird and sickly looking werewolf looking at this giant black blade. I would like to attack it. Oh, all right. Uh, How are you going to attack? I think I will uh, launch at him with my um, with my sickle. Mm -hmm. Seems right. Yeah. Uh, you do notice that uh, your sickle is not going off right now. Your magical sickle of war. Okay, then I would like to hold the sickle to his neck when I attack. <laughs> uh, yeah, then roll me a uh, stealth check to get over there quietly. I regret to say that's a seven. <laughs> a seven? Mm-hmm. Uh, roll me a perception check, Dodger. Hey, my passive perception's 19. Oh, oh yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you see Bell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you see this fluorescent pink figure with like a sickle starting to just quietly walk towards you and they just stick out like a sore thumb. Yes. Uh uh well, I'm going to try to block it with the with the black blade that I got. Fair enough. Are you going to say anything? I'm I'm just uh, I think I'm going to say at least let me land and get oriented first before I'm attacked. Jeez. Yep. So, uh, Jin, what do you do? Are you still going in for the attack? Where, Wolf? I, no, I get that one a lot. Um, I'm not quite sure. Maybe? Uh, it's complicated. I, um, I think, I think, I think maybe my family was, but it, it uh, it's, it's, it's a whole big thing. Hi, uh, how about we just start with names? That. That that would be good. Um, and 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 Oleander like bashfully puts up the sickle. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm very I I have not eaten in several days. And oh, uh, my apologies. Well, it's okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I think I still. Yeah, I think I still have uh some. Do I, do I have any food or anything that I took with me? Like, especially since I was going on a big trip. Uh, so you do have, like, rations on you. Yeah, I do have one day of rations. Uh-huh. How about I use that? <laughs> I'll offer my one day of rations. Uh, I'm just, I'm gonna, like, dig in my bag and say, I need to make room anyways. Hey, uh, how about you eat this? I can figure out food another way, uh Something tells me I'm going to be pretty okay at, with that, at that. Uh, uh, I'm Dodger, by the way. Mm, oh, I'm Oleander. Mm, thank mm-hmm, mm. The dryness makes it, um, mm. I, sorry. Uh, my last f- three meals were, like, wolf, not, not, I mean, like, like, wolf, wolf, not, mm. uh, sorry. 
uh, wrong foot again. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, he looks vaguely uncomfortable at the idea of eating a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if we, if I find something again, um, I'm sure I can make something out of it. Uh, I've worked in the back of enough inns to know my way around a kitchen. How you're too, you're so happy. Uh, How are you here? I, I wouldn't say I'm happy. Uh, I, 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 I came here to look for something. Uh, where is here, by the way? Here is uh, the, the magnificent kingdom of Barovia, circle of some kind of hell, uh, vampire, vampire country. Uh, I think like Dodger's faces uh, face goes through like multiple stages. Um, it's very much like a. Uh, one of the stages is very much Jack Skellington when he finds the Christmas land. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Then it is, uh, it it transitions to, all right, yeah, I'm looking for something. Then it goes to vampires and he, there is a very distinct dislike of the undead there. You're one of the new ones. New ones? I wonder why he brought you here. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still kind of disoriented uh who brought me here who's the new one people come people come in they i don't they go out you know the way that most do i haven't i haven't given so much thought about how to how to leave myself having too much fun there's a terrible village nearby if you want to well i mean uh, it's better than nothing. I'm mostly looking for information and a place to go at this point. Uh, hey, you wouldn't happen to know a guy named Strahd, would you? <laughs> He's who brought you, I'm sure. Huh, I don't like that. Yeah, this is his, uh, playground, you know. And I really don't like the sound of that. And as you've been having this conversation, the mist that you were walking through of sort of dissipated and you're in this large pine forest where the floor is covered with dead needles and small ferns and shrubs that have grown up around and both of you uh uh dodger actually dodger you notice another figure a hulking figure moving towards the two of you what do they smell like they smell like you except angrier Mm, uh would I know what this is? Uh, roll me a arcana check. That's something I'm not good at. <laughs> Let's see what the dice say. Ten total. Uh, it looks to be some sort of man-wolf. <laughs> uh, Watch out, his father might slander you in the newspaper. I know. <laughs> all, beca- uh, all because I'm not a good, cool astronaut just like him. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. Do- uh, this is like the second time Dodger's not been in a city. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, I think he, he feels a bit in over his head, uh, but uh, is trying to play it cool. I think like he's, uh, I might try to use animal handling. I think like, I think he wants to like read this animal, try to get, uh, try to give it a wide berth here. Uh, Oleander, your sickle is glowing. Now, how do you feel about werewolf, though? Uh, I can't say I've ever met one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, where I'm from, they're not exactly common. Oh, they're all over the place here, really. Um, I would love to throw a dagger at the werewolf. Uh, yeah. Roll to hit. It's a 17. Uh, that is going to hit. And... 
three damage. Uh, it doesn't seem to affect the werewolf. Uh, I assume the dagger is not silver. No, I didn't think to do that. Silver all my weapons. <laughs> <laughs> when I was building this character. <laughs> all right. Well, I will need initiative from everybody. All right. How does one silver a weapon? <laughs> 14. Hmm, I'm finding the button. <laughs> there it is. 13. And you have advantage on that, so you get to roll twice and take the higher. 13. <laughs> All right. So, Dodger, you're up first. All right. Well, seeing that this is turning into a fight, uh, he's going to go ahead and... Uh, ooh. I think he's, uh, he's going to uh, cast a Guiding Bolt on this thing mm-hmm. and to see if that can uh, light it up and he can get a better look at it, if nothing else. Uh, yeah, roll to hit. All right. Uh, does an 18 hit? Yes, an 18 hits. All right. Uh, well, they're going to be taking 46 uh, damage, a radiant damage here. So big money. That's very big money. I like this money. Um, that is 21. Dang. Yeah. So do- uh, Dodger at this box uh, uh, with the sword uh, in uh, under one arm uh, whistles and says, lend me your power. And he like steps back, uh, gloved hand uh, with the fingers kind of glowing. And he points it uh, like he's doing finger guns and goes, light it up. And like this big burst of kind of holy light streaks out from his finger and like a gun or a sort of motion. And so it hits the werewolf that is charging. There's just this glowing bullet of energy radiating him up. Oleander, it is your turn. Uh, and that attack will have advantage. Yes. Hmm. It's a werewolf. That, that means it's a person, right? Oh, Oh, I don't like this. Hmm. Okay. Um, noting that they did sell all the silver off their weapons. (laughs) 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 Um, Oleander is going to, um, whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of my choice within range can hear. All right. So it gets to make a wisdom save. Oh, oh, almost got a nat one on there. Uh, it saves. So it is only going to be taking half damage and doesn't have to move away. Yep. Yep. So, so let's see four. Uh, so four is the total halved. Uh, no two. <laughs> oh no. We're doing great. Uh, Oh, that's the monster hunter. So the werewolf lets out a loud howl and then runs up to Dodger. The one who did more damage to it mm-hmm. and is going to make two attacks. Oh no. Uh, one of those is a nat 20. The other is a two. So the bite misses you, but the claws uh, strike at you. Uh, You take 12 damage from the claws. Uh, uh, I think as, uh, because I imagine we're coming back around. Mm -hmm. Uh, Back up to the top. Yep. I I want to, uh, I think just instinctually he's going to shift at this and he's going to get uh, uh, bigger and hairier and more lupine, just basic. uh, uh, So black fur, instead of just being kind of like tufts on his arm, a little bit on the bridge of his nose and those ears in his tail, just go over his whole body. So he's going to turn into a big, bulky uh, anthro wolf that's 
you know, fills out his clothes a little bit more. Comparable in size. Yes, comparable in size. Uh, he might be a bit small. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, but I, I, I imagine that is going, uh, he's just doing that uh, instinctually mm-hmm. uh, as a bonus action and uh, yelling back after being clawed. <laughs> and I think he's going to uh, take out that big long sword that he got mm-hmm. from the box. And he's going to take a swing at this thing. All right. All right. Get off! He takes a big swing. Ooh, uh, I'm guessing a 21 hits. Yes, a 21 definitely hits. And I'm going to roll a d10. Mm-hmm. Nine damage. All right, so you come and just sort of chop down into this wolf man. With, with my new sword. Yeah, and it seems to take a big chunk out of him. Wolfman does not seem to like the way that this is going. Holy enter, it is your turn. Uh, while I'm doing this, I'm like, if you just calm down, we'll figure this out. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> just, so you have a werewolf who's trying to reason with another werewolf, I guess. That's just wolves. Yeah. Is there any way I can get flanking? Uh, yeah. Thing? I would love to get to a flanking position before bothering. Mm-hmm. You can get that sneak attack. <sighs> yes, please. Because, yeah, we stripped all the silver. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. It's, when you're hungry, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to um, go for him with my rapier and with my sickle. Hell yeah. I will go with the rapier first for the sneak attack. Oh, wait. If it's flanked, does that mean I get sneak attack for both of them? Or advantage for both? Uh, I believe you only have one attack per turn. Do I have two weapon thing? Or is that a higher level? New character. Fun times. So that's 14 to hit. That hits. And then it's damage plus 1d6, right? Uh, it is damage plus 3d6. Okay. Seven plus six is 13. All right. Uh, you only got six out of the 3d6? Uh, yes. I'm doing great. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Just this very hungry, fluorescent person. I cannot tell you how deep the bags under their eyes are. I, you know, I like, I, I think it's perfectly understandable. Mm-hmm. If, if it's been that long since you've ate. Yeah. So you go behind the werewolf and stab them but you just like don't have the energy to like make it really hurt mm-hmm. and it is the werewolf's turn and the werewolf is going to uh just uh howl loudly and is then going to try and make a break for it while uh y'all are hungry wolfman is also very hungry and so it is going to try and get the heck out of here it does not do a good job so both of you get a attack of opportunity as it's trying to run away Ooh. I'm trying to think if Dodger would take that. Like, I, 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 as a player, I, I know I should, but like mm-hmm. Dodger, uh, I don't think he would. Fair. Does that have advantage? Uh, no, it's just a single roll. Okay. Um, I got a seven to hit. So. Uh, that is a miss. I try. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, wait, stop. So, you try and stab, and just the consumption. <laughs> 
And Dodger, you're letting it run away, and so it starts to go off into the woods, and you're hearing more howls that are coming closer to y'all. Oh, I think we should move. Yes, I agree. And so as you head into the woods, uh, you spy a campfire through the trees in a caravan, and there are people there. And as you come closer, you hear the wolf howls stop. Does that happen often here? Oh, constantly. Uh, exhausting. Yes. Uh, I'm no stranger to trouble, even if I am to werewolves. Well, you'll fit right in. I say, as a big cl- werewolf, essentially. <laughs> you might want to um, become the small, oh, uh, fluffy one. Right. Okay, yeah. Um, And then he, like stops and like holds his breath for a bit and tries to force it and it takes a minute because he's still really not used to doing this yet but he he, he can he ends it early that's a that's a free action for me a bonus action uh and he becomes smaller and he puts up his hood and says uh something tells me uh people want want to see the more wolfy parts and as you've like gotten closer there's people who are just like having a good time here at this uh, camp that is being set up. You smell like tasty food. There's music in the air. And how do you want to approach them? Just like villagey people? Uh, these seem to be Vishtani. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to use disguise self to uh, look less pink and haggard. Fair enough. So... Yeah, like Oleander turns into like a weird ethereal looking, like more attractive, but old and tired person. So uh, what's up with you? Uh, I've sorry that that sounded rude. Uh, It's not a lot of uh, it's I'm kind of new to these parts and I don't really uh, have a full grasp of what's going on. Yeah. Are these uh, people we can trust? Mm, They're they're neutral. Oh, well, I'd rather have them on my side then. They're they're maybe less maybe less predictable than the villagers, but less um, quickly hostile. Then I'll take it. I think Dodger is going to kind of uh, move forward uh, very cautiously, a hood up, uh, kind of trying to hide as much as he can with, uh, uh, of the more lupine telling parts of being a shifter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oleander will stroll ahead as if uh, they live here. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to meet old friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a very burly looking man in like a white shirt with a vest. And he looks and says, Greetings, strangers. Welcome to the camp for the night. Would you need a place to stay and a meal in your bellies? Eve. I think we could both use one of those at least. Taking the words right out of my mouth. Well, we are happy to welcome all people who travel here. Thanks. I don't want to come in here and not offer anything in return. Do you have... I'm pretty okay as a doctor, huh? Do you have anyone who's hurt? We have our own ways of dealing with injuries, but we appreciate the offer. Of course. I'm just trying my best to be friendly. I, I understand. Do you come seeking anything in the night? Uh, well, do you know of something called the Hand of Strahd? (laughs) Did I say something? (laughs) Strahd is the lord of these lands and those who are stuck here. So he has two hands. Are these metaphorical or literal hands? 
Uh, I find that tends to be an important question. What is a metaphor? Uh, okay, then we're probably working with the literal here. It's like saying something is like another thing for the sake of comparison. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, are you... <sighs> like when I am told I am hung like horse. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Dodger is going to, um, look very flustered at that and then look at his feet. <laughs> Well, come sit around campfire. We have stew, we have songs, and if you are looking for something, Madam Eva can help you out. Oh, uh, yes. I would love, uh, maybe some directions. Do we, do we, uh, like, cut over to Oleander, who is already, like, downing a big bowl of stew? Oh, absolutely. You, you beat me to it, Liv. (laughs) (laughs) Oleander is talking their way into a, um, uh, some wine. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. The wine is generously offered here. Dodger is trying his best to be very serious and business forward, which, um, I, it's probably very cute because he's he's got his business eyebrows on, very furrowed, very concerned. Okay, update. Oleander is trying to get the lad drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we like do a montage, and like eventually the entire party is just trying and chanting for Dodger to drink some wine. All right, just a bit. <laughs> He's never had it before, everyone. (laughs) Be be kind. (laughs) I think Dodger's probably done some underage drinking. Oh, yeah. I think he just chooses not to. (laughs) (laughs) But now you're being peer pressured. But now there's peer pressure. Oh, boy. And before after school specials? He's promised to a holy order. They don't allow him, except for rituals. Uh, no, I, he just kind of talked to me in my sleep. I, I almost died once. Everyone's actually uh, born with the fur. It just falls out when you begin to drink. And oh, yeah. The, he's trying to keep it. It's genetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family thing. And so eventually things just sort of calm down a bit. That is when a voice calls for the two of you. Dodger, Oleander, come. We have things to discuss. Right. Do I recognize this voice? Uh, You do not. I very much will not then. But uh, I've got nothing better to do. So uh, the pair of you wander towards the uh, caravan and... uh, like the door of it opens or the so the two of you wander towards the wagon and the door in the back of it opens and inside is this very old looking woman like picture your stereotypical fortune teller mm-hmm. and she is shuffling a deck of cards yeah. oh just a speaker okay that's yeah thought it was she uh, she's got like the big uh, the big shaw uh, uh, like off of uh, a fleetwood mac record mm-hmm. and everything okay thought you were one of my old friends so nice to meet, meet a new friend instead well i am not very new at my age that is a joke uh, uh, yeah uh, sorry it's been a long day yes 
I just like feeling young around others. It doesn't happen often. I am here to read you your fates, if you are prepared. I, please, uh, I only know a little bit of how did i can uh i have a dowsing pendulum uh it, it can it can only tell me yes or no stuff right now i i'm still kind of new i deal with the taroka deck have a seat okay and i shall see your fate uh dodger's gonna sit down and he's doing his best like to juggle the act of not showing that he has a tail while also not sitting in a way that's uncomfortable to have a tail with, Mm -hmm. which is an act. So she has five cards that she lays out in a cross formation and she flips over the first one, the anarchist. And on the card is a man in front of a storm. This card tells of a powerful force for good and protection. A holy symbol of great hope. I I see a wall of bones. The chandelier of bones. And a table of bones. All that remain of enemies long forgotten. That's a lot of bones. She turns over the second card. The enchanter. This card tells of history knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy there is a woman kneeling a rose of great beauty plucked too soon the master of the marsh knows of whom i speak she looks at the two does the master of the marsh ring any bells no Mm -hmm. does it does it ring any bells for me i doubt it but i i I want to (laughs) ask It does not. Okay. I check my fingernails. Koyos. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, she then flips over the... Sorry. Oh, no. Uh, what do you want to say? I think Dodger's like furrowing his brow at that. And I think he's drawing connections from point A to point B. He probably, he's like, okay, I'm probably going to have to deal with a dead person at some point. I can talk to Ghost. Ghosts and me are pretty cool. You then see her flip over the third card. It is a man with a sword facing four other enemies, also bearing swords but cloaked in shadow. The Myrmidian. This is a card of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance. A sword of sunlight. Look for a den of wolves in the hills overlooking a mountain lake. The treasure belongs to Mother Night. Dodger's uh, two points under Dodger's hood stand up at that one. She then picks up the fourth card and you see it marked as the horseman, which seems to be death riding with a sickle. This card sheds light on one who will help you greatly in the battle against darkness. And as she goes to read it more, two things happen at the same moment. First, you hear something that is hard to describe. It's some sort of sound. Maybe Dodger picks up on it more. Mm -hmm. This high-pitched drilling noise that just sends a nasty shiver down your spine. (sighs) And it starts to intensify as you hear what almost sounds like steel girders being ripped apart. What the hell is that? Off in the distance. And as you say, what the hell is that? The card she was reading, the last card, catch fire suddenly. 
Oh, uh, I mean, I'm still new to fortune telling, but that's not a good sign. And that is where we'll end this week. <laughs> 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 Hi, I'm Luke, your Game Master. You've been listening to RPG Pals Club at rpgpals.club. Uh, but yeah, we're available everywhere. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know. Also, we have a Discord. We have a Twitter. Leave reviews. We have a Patreon, but no one really uses that, which, you know, it's, it is fine. Uh, but yeah, we also all have some other projects. I'm personally on Twitter at Coltrek. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. And if you're looking for a new show to listen to, I am the producer of the new podcast, Tales from the Outlands, which is a podcast about a D&D campaign I'm in with 17 other players, plus our Dungeon Master. So it's the Dungeon Master, one of the other players, and then me as the producer, in a much more reserved personality, talking about this wild campaign we're in. And I've been Eric, a.k.a. Rhythm Bastard. You can find everything I do on my website, rhythmbastard.rocks. You can also give me money by getting my music at rhythmbastard.bandcamp.com and get my new music as I release it at patreon.com slash rhythmbastard. By the time you're listening to this, I have a game that I did music for called Retromania Wrestling, available February 26th. I'm Gina Dazer. Uh, you can find me online at Twitter, if you still use it, because it's full of interesting things every day at a dazer a-d-a-s-e-r or if you want to see some of the arts i'm working on i have patreon at gene underscore a dazer and you know just be good to each other watch some episodes of shinya shokudo the japanese version it's very good the ones on netflix are not the first three seasons so it's worth it to look it up it's just wholesome good slow experiences content it's just nice I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at frunding underscore loom. You can also hear me on the established property playhouse as Lem. We are doing a uh, Pokemon fun time campaign with our uh, game master Luke and our resident uh, crocodile Madison. Hi, I've been Sahoni, uh, also known as Scar Atkins, but you can find me on Twitter at Sahoni underscore stuff. That's S-A-H-O-N-I underscore stuff, where I work as a game designer and podcaster. You can catch me on my other podcast, uh, Barking Points Memo, which is a current events comedy podcast where we like look at the news and then we yell about it, but hopefully in a funny way. You can also uh, catch up with uh, the progress of my almost completely done book, uh, Exceptionals, which is an RPG inspired by X-Men about the spaces and communities that marginalized people made for themselves. And I'm, I'm basically just in the art phase right now, so I'm doing a lot of art streams lately. Would be fun to hang out and talk with y'all. Hi, my name's Madison Rowan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at QuipsterRecrew. Everything I do will be linked over there. You can also hear me on Luke's other podcast, the Established Property Podcast, as you heard before. I play Kaz. And you can also hear me on a podcast I do with my brother called Let's Make Something, a podcast about making stories from randomly generated words. I'm Chen Overstreet. You can listen to the Marvel RPG podcast that Luke and I made over at exiledpodcast.com. Um, 
I'm sort of taking a break from Twitter, but I'm on the internet at Street Over Gin. I might post some knitting on Instagram.